Um, here's a fun question, which I, uh, I must admit never occurred to me. Um, I embedded four times in Iraq. I got handed a gun three quarters of the times. How do you feel about, uh, if everyone answered this, armed, armed or arming journalists? Ross? Hey, it's my responsibility to protect any one of these journalists that comes with me. And I, I, do not, I do not condone personally or professionally that we should give weapons to journalists on the battlefield. I, I don't think that that is right. And I think that, moreover, if, if we need to give them a weapon, then we're not doing our job and we need to relook at that. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think there's a really important ethical line about not, not becoming a combatant in the war that you're trying to cover objectively. Um, but, you know, I, so I obviously never carried a weapon, but I, out at Restrepo, it got pretty intense. And so the guys, you know, the guys we were with were like, you, you, you know, they would ask us, like, you want a hand grenade? Like, is that, like, <laughs> and, but the, the thing about weapons like that is they're incredibly dangerous if you're not trained. It's not like you get, you, <laughs> really? get, handed a, you get handed an M4 and all of a sudden you're a soldier. Like, it, I mean, if anything, you, you're probably putting people and yourself at risk unless you're trained. There was a uh, chosen company, I was with Battle Company, chosen company was two valleys to the north, you know, not, not far at all. And they were over. They were just about overrun at one point. They had a. Um, they were ambushed, and they took 100% casualties, Kill, killed, wounded. Everyone got shot. The, the wounded fought off the enemy. The medic was wounded. I mean, everybody. And uh, it was outside the town of Aranas. It was called the Bella ambush. And um, after that, there was a lot of grim talk in the Korangal about could that happen to us. And at that point, Tim and I asked them to train us in uh, combat medicine. Uh, so the medic gave us a one-day training in, in sort of battlefield medicine. We got a tourniquet, bandages, stuff like that. We got trained up. And I said, I want to know how to operate the weapons. Because if it comes down to a situation like that, um, then ethics got to go out the window. It's survival. And I don't want to be sitting there like an idiot not knowing how to clear a jam on a 240. And so we got trained on all the weapons. And thank God it never, um, never came to that. But I must say it felt... It felt, at that point, it felt like the responsible thing to do to at least know about the weapons. I've, 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 never, I've never been armed in any of the coverage, but there has been a change in, in coverage of wars now compared to before. I remember in the days of Yugoslavia, we could actually, in Kosovo, we could go and interview the so-called enemy. We could go talk to the Serbs out there. And, and the, because I think they were comfortable talking to us because they wanted to tell their side of the story. Um, and try to balance it out. That was their weapon, really. They were wanted everyone to hear the other side. That changed now, as again, after Daniel Pearl was, was killed, and, and we realized that they don't want journalists to tell their story. They just want to you know, scare the hell out of the, everybody, and therefore uh, don't. That's why we had to embed, because we couldn't really get out there with a so-called enemy. It's because they knew that that was the way, that was, their, that was their message. So I think that's changed in the sense that we can't really, which was the reason of not arming, why to have that rule was ethics, absolutely, but it also gave us access to all sides if they knew we were not armed. And now nobody's really honoring that anymore. So I mean, like you said, there was a possibility you'd be in a situation where maybe you're better off with a, with a, with a, with a weapon and wasn't gonna hurt your ability to report 
in a war zone because of the new way that it is with the insurgents. Rita, did you get a gun? <laughs> she can't well, speak. Well, I'm, I'm from Canada, so uh, <laughs> until I moved to the United States, I'd never even seen a gun live. Um, <laughs> And I still don't know how to shoot one, but actually, it's very interesting listening to Sebastian's story. And I, you know, it's not an iPhone. A weapon is not an iPhone. And no, I don't know how to use one. And that is probably not so great when you go into an embed in case the rare, God forbid it ever happens, scenario happens. And you're like, you know, how do you hold this thing? Um, the first time I held a weapon was on my 40th birthday. They let me shoot off uh, six rounds on a nine millimeter. And I remember them like falling over with laughter because I'm like, <laughs> like I'm using some huge weapon. So you know that's kind of the extent of. Is there a video of, of that? <laughs> Are you covering it up? <laughs> we can't even wear the Canadian flags in our backpacks anymore to protect right. ourselves from these surgeons. It used to work, but they don't like you either. <laughs>